Do you like sports? Yeah. Do you like beer? Yeah. Well, the perfect podcast exists for you. Tune in every Monday as I, Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks, lats. And me, Big Ball and Ben Larson, as we recap the weekend sports, preview upcoming games, and review quality craft brews on the Taproom Sports Podcast. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix. Visit taproomsportspodcast.com for more info. In trouble in the backfield. Watch the throw now. He's going to go deep. And I mean deep. And I mean touchdown, Florida! Rifles are right for the rest of Abdul Rahman at midcourt. Extra pass. And it goes for the win! The three-pointer by Jordan Poole! Troy Smith flush. Tim Shaw giving chase, reverses his field, got a block from Pittman, going deep, got a man in the end zone, touchdown, Ohio State, it's Robisky. All right, all right, I like it, Brian, uh, you're going Arkansas, I'm going Arkansas, Ben is going with the toothpaste, let's move on to the next one, we got Florida versus Virginia Tech. Um, this is another weird seeding to me here. I don't think Florida is really a number seven seed. How do you see this one playing out, Ben? Those better be action. Where you at, Brian? Too. I mean. We're good. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. Oh, it's uh, it's been a tough day, but you know the NCAA tournament's coming, so that's something to like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think they're overseeded. This is kind of a weird one for me. I'm gonna take Virginia Tech here as well, taking the Hokies. Yeah, they better not let me down. All right, let's move on to the two fifteen matchup. We have uh, Ohio State versus Oral Roberts. Um, Oral Roberts beat North Dakota State, and um. Whatever division that is, I don't even know the name of the division. Uh, but your Ohio State Buckeyes, Brian, where are you going with this one? (laughs) 
Uh, well, Zag, Zag, Gonzaga, the easy win here. I don't, I mean, yeah. if an upset happened here, this would be like mine. There we go. There we go. All right. Absurd. So let's run through our, uh, field of 32 teams real quick. So Fun. Brian, who do you got? What's your next, uh, your teams yeah, that you have? Not, the, not who's going to win. Just name yeah. your teams that you have right now. Virginia. Jesus. Yeah. Yep. So weird. It's not happening. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I think Appalachian State is going to take that. And, uh, ben, that plane, and then, I mean, they're not no playing question. Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been funny if they played Michigan, though. That's true. Total troll job. That's very As an Ohio true. State fan, that's that's the best football game I've ever seen. And I got <laughs> just from a troll standpoint. Yeah, it is. And I got Baylor, North from Carolina, a troll standpoint, Winthrop, Purdue, Texas Tech, Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, Beating them is so Ball much Tech better. And Ohio State. But guys, yeah, that pen's good. So, who do you have winning there. and moving yeah. on, Brian? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no 100%. doubt. Yeah. yeah. I have the Sooners, but keep in mind with Missouri, I mean, they did beat Illinois, Oregon, Wichita State. So they have beaten teams in the tournament. The only issue is, is like in conference play, they didn't really impress. So it's it's kind of weird. Like the SEC mm-hmm. is a league I don't really like. I don't I don't like the SEC. So that's, that's more of the reason. I think the Big 12, everyone's battle tested. Mm. So that, that's why I have more faith in Long and Long Kruger is a guy that's taken, you know, teams to the Final Four, Florida and Oklahoma. So, yeah, I'm going. I'm going Oklahoma too. I think uh, you know they've got those those huge wins against Alabama, Kansas, Texas, and West Virginia. So, oh, gonna, you know, they, they definitely Ohio can pedal <laughs> when I need it and. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be an extremely close game. And Vegas even has it as, what, I think one point. But uh, I'm going to go Oklahoma here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. How's your shaking out, Ben? I'm going to go the upset, uh, Santa Barbara. <laughs> um, 
I feel like with Creighton, like the the, the, right, the I got. The, I don't know what Baylor it is. Over they North would Carolina, need like a Purdue real over Winthrop, kick in the ass with Ryan. Really I got Texas Tech to over Arkansas, which is going to be a I mean, great have, they are game. By the way, Eric Musselman versus Chris Beard. They average it's gonna be a hell of a game. about eight, almost eighty points a game. Uh, so and then they're not like Ohio an State inadequate team well. at all. Let's just at this point. So let's move on to the Sweet Sixteen. So what do you got moving on, Brian? On and off. So that's the thing. And plus, with Santa Barbara, I mean. It's not like they're a bad team. I mean, they've won 22 games. So, obviously, they're they're a solid squad. They deserve to be here. 18 of the last 19 games, though. So, maybe they're just feeling a groove, and that's going to maintain its pace. It's uh, it's tough here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go against you on uh, on this one. I'm gonna go with uh, with Creighton. I think they've got the defense and. I mean, this is strictly a, a numbers bet here. Um, you know, Vegas is is pushing Creighton hard. And I don't, I mean, a lot of my bets are going to be, you know, numbers bets because I don't have that background in, in the tournament or the league. But like, you know, yeah, and, and Vegas has Creighton at minus 320 right now. So yes, it's going to be a, you know, if it does, you know, get that upset, it's going to be a huge upset for Vegas. But I mean, I see Vegas covering that. Yeah. Right. Nice. Ben, how are you shaking out? Mm-hmm. I'm going Baylor, Texas Tech. Chris Beard, just a better coach. One one of the best coaches in the country. That's right. Uh, was that the last? Yeah, that was the last one two years ago. Fuck, it's crazy. Yeah, he's. Yeah, man. I think t- Texas Tech, dude. All right. So who's your who's representing your bracket or your final four for the South? Ben. Brian. I got Baylor as well. Got Baylor as well. We're all Baylor there. Uh, I definitely think they're the best team in that bracket for sure. All right, let's move on to the Midwest. We got a one versus a 16 seed, Illinois versus Drexel. Uh, I'm I'm guessing we all got Drexel. <laughs> it was, and it ends now. <laughs> and it and it ends now. We're all going Illinois here, though. All right. Uh, next yeah, game I mean, is going to be a good if one. Everybody Chicago me, versus Georgia Tech. Where are you guys UVA going on this one, Brian? the far better team. However, even if they're missing two or three pieces, this is uh, a Virginia team that plays with a very similar group. Does anyone know if like, the nun is going to be they there? They don't have like a deep – they don't – like Tony Bennett likes having his eight, nine guys, and that's who he sticks with. So even two pieces probably of the vaccine come out of the machine, and it's not efficient. So – you know, I was going back and forth on it, but I'm gonna go nice. with Ohio in the upset. So all right, so we're going so we're going uh so how you you like Loyola, Brian? I'm gonna go with Virginia. I think those uh the big shooters are gonna be taking it. You've got Huff, Hauser, and Murphy that you know can can drain those threes and, and run up the points. I'm um, with you guys. I'm I'm taking Loyola so I'm, Chicago. I'm going um Virginia. all right, let's move on to the next game. 
I mean, Tennessee if Ohio can Oregon State score the way they scored one? this season. Now, granted, this is a big test for them, obviously, Virginia. But if they can get, say, 70 points or 65 points, they have a shot at this. Like, if I they agree. can keep it somewhere around there, I think they have a shot at this. Um, for UVA to win this, they're going to have to find a way to get to 75. Like, that, I think that's that that's possible. I think they could do that. But Well, UConn. Well, that's Kemba what I mean. Walker this and... team was like preseason favorite to win the oh, SEC, Jesus. and they just like fell apart. That's right. Boston zone. Boston zone. So you're taking Oregon State? I agree. You make all fair points, dude. I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but I'm taking Tennessee here. I just think they're going to be too much for Oregon State. And Oregon State really has to rely on that three ball to fall. And if that three ball is not falling, I'm not sure, um, you know, if they're going to be able to keep been up a, with Tennessee. It's been a while before that. Ken Palm has Tennessee number 21. They got Oregon State number <laughs> I mean, any team that can score, so I'm not right? Take I mean, I think that's what modern basketball Locking that one in. All right, let's move on to the next team. So score. Ben and I, I both got that, Tennessee. Brian, got a shot. the non-West Coast guy, has I mean, the way State. <laughs> We're going to move on. We got Oklahoma State versus right. Liberty, dude. Where are you guys going here? But it's going to be the battle to 70, honestly. Look at that over-under. It's sitting at 132. So, yep. They know it. Right yeah. on the money there. Right. I didn't even look there. at the money line. I just figured, you know, there's no way either team's going to get over 70 points. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ben? Oh, I think USC. Oh, Ben, go first. Uh, I, I mean, I've just been listening to the Jordan distance, huh? all year. The Prefontaine? So I, I've heard how, how good Mosley is, and he's right. – I'm sorry, Mobley. Okay, so Ben's, Ben's going Oklahoma you know, State. Just doing work. So I think I've even heard that he's he's one of the best players in uh, in college from uh, some source, but – He's one B <laughs> on the draft board. On everyone's draft boards, he should be one B. Okay, okay. That's 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 how it is. And you can Someone even say Suggs is one C. Okay. This turn can prove that. <laughs> Fuck, that's my fault. But you know, thing is, I do like Wichita State, and I do like Drake. The problem is USC, Evan Mobley, that's that's hard to stop. Yeah. Even if USC, if nobody else in that game scores, I, I think they'll be okay against that. I game. agree. Uh, um, you know, Brian, you're not going to be able to get away with that in round two. But the, we'll my biggest, you know, shocker about a Oklahoma State isn't necessarily how Kate Cunningham play, is playing. It's the people around him, like Anthony Anderson, been playing phenomenal uh, basketballs of late. Evan and like Oklahoma State. Are they brothers? Uh, moving on against Liberty. Okay. So we all got Oklahoma State. Ben got Oklahoma State probably to the That's final four, as it sounds. Quarter, uh, senior um, <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next game. We got San Diego State 
against Syracuse. Both San Diego State is a six seed. <laughs> Probably should have been a little bit higher. Worked in the Big East um, for years. How do you guys see this one playing out? Yeah. Hell yeah. USC. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I mean, I've never even heard of Eastern Washington, so that kind of moved <laughs> moved me towards Kansas, even though they are going to be having those, you know, couple players out. Um, yep. I think Kansas sneaks by this time, but I don't think they really go much further. And they're hella good defensively. So. Yeah, same. I mean, no Azabuki. I so like San Diego State uh, here as well. I'm 100% with, with you, I mean, Brian. If they had just him, I would probably nope, say they're cannot, not leading. He's not going to save his daddy. That's, that's not, not, the not case happening. But I think time. they'll beat Eastern Washington. Brian, uh, Although, ben, Eastern you Washington, like the two beat, dude. I'm Santa Barbara. I'm get you guys mixed fire. up this whole fucking thing. They haven't lost in like two months or something. So, Damn. Oh, definitely. They should, yeah, they shouldn't even be playing. All right, so we're all going to San Diego State. All right, next game, we got West Virginia versus Moorhead State. Where are we going with this one? Bobby. Where you at, Ben? Moorhead State. Yep. Yeah. Moorhead. Please. I'm, uh, I mean, I, probably if be like there's any, uh, West Virginia, I'm taking know, West Virginia know it's, too. It's they're moving well. on. Um, so All right, let's move into uh, Clemson versus Rutgers. This is a I think coin flip one, type uh, game here. One that Where you, see, how do you see this one so, playing out, Brian? I mean, I'm going with VCU just based on the fact that like, um, I just think for Oregon forever, are they really, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I trust Oregon to be fully honest. I look at VCU, they're a good defensive team. I think they have some guys that can at least score and maintain pace. Now, however, you know, this is a tough 7-10 matchup. Probably the toughest game I thought about picking because both of these teams probably could be higher seeds. Like, I could see VCU being better than a couple of the nines. I could see Oregon, <laughs> you know, looking at seven going, oh, Where are you you going know, I could probably go with them being an eight seed too. But they're also Pac-12 runner-up, so that's, that's props to them as well. Yeah. The thing is, you know – yeah, I'm, I just think with VCU, I'm gonna go Rutgers you know, too. Part of me uh, wants Kempom to see that VCU Rutgers Iowa matchup as the number 34 ranked team, and they have Clemson as the number 42 ranked team. Um, they oh, have this basically yeah. like an even type matchup, so it's definitely a coin flip. So I'm just gonna fucking take Rutgers since you guys are taking Rutgers. It's gonna ride the wagon, and then I'm sure this is a game we're all gonna be an agreement on uh pretty sure we're all taking Cle- Cleveland state against Houston. Right. All right. So we can just move on. Now, who do you really have? Who do you really have? Yeah. We're all in Houston, right? They've been playing phenomenal no basketball question for me. Iowa. Iowa, <laughs> Iowa got this one. Yeah. Yeah. Better luck next year. Yep. But they IU fired Indiana for I mean uh, 
Are you fired? I have Gonzaga over Oklahoma. <laughs> I have Ohio over Santa Barbara. So, well, I mean, he pays his players very nice. All right, we know this. Santa Barbara, yeah. But uh, so USC, does everyone, Kansas, but he BC, does a Ohio. pretty good job with it, especially at Houston. Obviously, he could coach too. So it's about getting talent and then being able to coach that talent. All right, so we're all in Houston there. So Brian, let's run down your uh, your next yeah, round got, teams uh, real quick Gonzaga, before you pick Oklahoma. Them. Creighton, Virginia, uh, USC, Kansas, Oregon, Iowa. Yep. That's second game. Yeah. So I have Gonzaga over OU, although that's that's a game Gonzaga will have a tough test. Yep. OU can definitely test them. I have Rutgers. Ohio over Santa Barbara. Right, ben, where are you? Um, USC over at? Kansas, you know, no Azubuki. I don't know how they're going to defend Mobley. And VCU over Iowa. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty – well, I'm half and half there, at least two of the teams. I've got Gonzaga over Oklahoma, Virginia over Creighton, uh, UFC, USC over Kansas, and Oregon over Iowa. Yeah, I got Illinois over Loyola, Chicago. Unfortunately, I got Oklahoma State over Tennessee – and this next matchup, I've literally gone back and forth 120 times. I'm going to take West Virginia just because I feel like it's Bob Huggins' time, dude. Yeah. And it's now or never. And this is like the best offensive team I've ever seen in yeah. coach. Um, and, and I think they're going to be able to get enough stops against San Diego State. I think this is too stylistically oh, good matchup type team. So I'm going to take West Virginia in that matchup. So I'm taking Houston big time over Rutgers. Yep. All right, Brian. Let's yeah. talk about your your Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> I the, yeah, I have the Zags. Yep. Bulldogs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. And then who? I'm going with. Yep. Uh, and then who do you have beating you? Asked who's your? Who's, who do you have? The other <laughs> game. Who's winning? Yeah. Uh, Michigan. This isn't. You know, not a a tough game. I don't think we're going to see a 16 over a one this year. <clears throat> Ben? I have the Bonnies over LSU. Um, I think LSU, like, they have a lot of upside. This team could really make a run, right? I think the issue is, I think St. Bonaventure, had, when you look at the fact they're so experienced up and down the guys they play, they've lost. It's just crazy because, teams. like, what's, that what's cost West Virginia this year well is usually the their strength in that uh, defense. Like, the title. Look at don't the Kansas get enough stops, unfortunately. A lot of upperclassmen. I'm going to go and Oklahoma State you, over Illinois. Can hold LSU to like uh, I'm going Oklahoma State over Illinois because be Illinois has struggled be against, game, against that, athletic that's, that's teams. That's a game that I, I trust the Bonnies And because of that, Oklahoma State, obviously a very athletic team. I got like Kate Cunningham. 
Um, I see them Close. providing all uh, types I'm gonna of go problems. LSU. So I'm, I'm uh, moving the, the Cowboys on, and then I'm with you guys. Um, you know, if they turn uh, it on, the if same, they start to roll, we all get the same bracket really and roll West Virginia um, over Houston. So I'm gonna dude, give I got them Bobby Huggins first, over Kelvin Sampson. Uh, you know, the, the first game so excitement. Brian, who do you have representing have take the this. Midwest? Right. Yeah. Well, Kyle Lofton, Kyle Lofton could put on a show. Jaron Holmes is nice too, but Kyle Lofton could put on a show. Yeah. Yeah. But they remind me of they remind me of that URI team from a couple of years ago. The bond of the bond. Very simple. Yeah. No. No. There we go. Congrats to Patrick Ewing. True. Very true. Hey. Like, there's like one guy yeah. in the world that I, I would count well. on to get me a bucket. It'd be like prime Carmelo Anthony. Like that's what he does. He gets buckets. It's the other parts of the game that he, he defense and all that shit, but that's here nor there. But Kate Cunningham is not mellow. Basically what I'm saying when it comes to getting a bucket, but I agree with you. He's definitely the best player in the tournament. Hands down. He does. Yeah, no, I agree. And he he oh, yeah. brings so much attention that Florida it gives State opportunity easily. to so many other players, dude. And that's yeah. the difference between him and, and Evan Mobley in the weapon. college that's game just, is that Evan Mobley, already. he yeah. gets the ball in the post, so he that's, needs a guard to get him the ball. And USC happens to have like the worst player in all of college basketball. So it's like yeah. getting Evan Mobley the ball is a problem. Cade Cunningham can dribble the ball yeah. up and run the, run the offense right away. But I agree. Uh, I'm taking West Virginia though. They're not gonna lose three times against the same team in one year. I think those two wins are. Well, gonna, I sure as hell don't. I, think those, I sure as hell don't trust those the two wins that Oklahoma State has to come back to haunt them, Brian. That's like a horrible. Yeah. Them and Syracuse are fraud eleven seeds. Why are they? Ben, what do you think? Both of them. Just get them out of here. Uh, UCLA, however, I mean. They were doing pretty. They were doing okay this year until you know. All right. I, I don't. I think eleven is kind of. So let's run down cool, our final four. Again, I think they're better than Michigan Brian, who's State. Your final I think four? they are better than BYU. So I'm gonna go with UCLA. Ben, see, I see, I see UCLA getting into the game uh, over Michigan State, but I'm gonna say BYU. And then takes I'm looking at my year. final four, seeing how the fuck did I come to and this? this as far as they go, I have. Gonzaga, Baylor, UConn, and West Virginia. <laughs> I would against Gonzaga too. That would be a great matchup, dude, with Kisper and Bonai and Timmy Suggs. I don't know, but George Mason made it to the final four and they were like a fucking 11 seed one year. 
Hey, and Loyola Chicago made a Final Four. What were they? They were like, what seed were they? They were like a ten. I think they were they were a ten or eleven. What a weird year in the Big Twelve. Year they made. They yeah. make them, Ben. They make them. All right, so now let's talk about our national championship game. So, Brian, who you got in the national championship? I'm going with Vegas. Um, you know, Vegas has Texas taking this at a uh, by eight and a half points. Um, really, anything in the first round over five has hit eighty five and a half percent. So, you know, that was that was one of the first places. And then money line, you look at it minus four forty, like that's that's pretty significant there. Agreed, Ben. Yeah. Well, because you guys are taking Gonzaga Baylor, I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna take Gonzaga and Oklahoma. I don't know State something crazy. It's Shaka Smart sixth season, which and is definitely his first tournament you know, win. Brian over here Texas. calling Kate Cunningham the next That's Mello got me thinking something. Well, so. easily, yeah. I mean, the, and I mean, if there was a year in a tournament where a team could did. do that, it's this you one knew the Shaka like Smart was gonna have to have a big season to try just like total consistency. I'm gonna take Zaga, Oklahoma State, and then who do you guys have as your national championship? That whole reading that on the athletic. The last like year and a half of how mad the boosters have gotten. It's been like four different writers too, um, including um, a writer that we had come on SSAW last off season. And the culture. Well, we of all Texas got Gonzaga. Just, just I think this right is now. the year that like, Mark Few gets it there is done. A, there is gets upset. That, uh, like you yeah, know, like it's like um, whole weight. Well, the football program too, but man. I think like, the athletics department. Is like, well, what's our this is really? his year? You know, Texas views itself, which means he'll probably lose in the second second institution round. in athletics. Obviously, they, <laughs> they have the media network. Uh, so we all got Gonzaga, like, man. So once you know, again, go to Taproom Sports Talk. Taproom Sports Podcast. Go to the March Madness link. So fill it out. But this is the bracket. And Take two screenshots smart, of you know, five-star reviews a of an SSAW podcast right, yeah, and a Taproom you know, Sports podcast, and you can win $500 cash money. Easy money. So, once again, these are my co-hosts yeah. tonight. The Don Brian Lewis from Reformed Hooligans on SSAW. You can also catch him on the program with myself. Uh, and we'll probably have a good episode this week because we got a lot going on. Obviously, we'll be in the midst of the tournament. And then, obviously, my man, Mr. Big yeah, Bomb, I Ben think Larson. Boke Knight's just uh, Boke Knight's going to be really I liked RJ we Cole, will, uh, RJ Cole was nice. Just want to thank um, everybody I didn't for tuning in for this. Remember, go fill out your bracket, and you can you know. hear us all but, um, on the SSAW yeah, I like podcast. UConn. I think overall, Dan Hurley podcast. is someone that has a lot of experience. Go fill it out, taproomsportspodcast.com. Um, except Hit I think March this might be link. a team we where he out. finally has like that standout star as a scorer that can basically beat anyone one-on-one. Yeah, he had EC Matthews. He's nice. Don't get me wrong. Nice player in his day. But um, Boke Knight's another on another level. And, I mean, the Maryland's a good team. I've gotten to watch Maryland a lot in the Big Ten. But if they played UConn three times, they probably might only win once. Hmm. That's the way I kind of look at it with that. Those three. And these are two really interesting teams. Like, preseason, I was thinking these two teams could be top 20, probably, you know, five, six seeds. Like, Connecticut, this was the year Dan Hurley was going to have to make a run. COVID kind of – Yeah, well, that's true. More so Maryland. Yeah, more so Maryland. Maryland was kind of 
looking to have a big season. Mark Turgeon, I don't know. That's another guy. Like he uh, probably should be doing better with the talent that they've been getting in Maryland. Just saying. Oh, I will. See, I, I think I'm, I've been swayed because I wasn't too sure between the offensive power of Book Knight and the defensive of Daryl Morsel. So I, I think I'm going to go with your guys' knowledge on this and uh, kind of amend my, my choice. I was going to go with Maryland here. Um, they, they do have the grit, and you know, they've got the you know, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. But – uh, from what I'm understanding of Book Night out of you guys, uh, if nobody can stop him, then it doesn't matter. Like, he might be the best wing player that's played at UConn in about 15 years. Yeah. I won't okay. put him on Ben Gordon's level, but, you know, it's it's close. Maybe Rudy Gay even. I won't go. That's, yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. Like, that's, that's like how far back we're going. Yeah. So. Okay. But keep in mind, like, Maryland had a, had a, had brought in three transfers this year, and I think with everything that went on with um, COVID, they just didn't really it didn't really fit. And obviously, their record shows it. Like they have they have some talent. Like Jarius Hamilton was a good player at Boston College. Like obviously, didn't work out with the program. And then Galen Smith comes in. Sure, I mean those guys probably would have been better in a full season. But you mm-hmm. know, unfortunately for Maryland, but we've heard this before with Maryland. Like they had all the talent the last like four or five years. And what do they turned it into? So, you know, when it, it's hmm. it, they're on Syracuse level at this point. Like they just bring in a bunch of talent and they don't go anywhere. Okay. Okay. Good to know. It's a Saturday night game. So my second round winners are Michigan. Oh yeah, uh, Michigan, uh, Saint Bonaventure, Colorado, Florida State. That's going to be a fun game. Um, well, UCLA in Texas, and then Connecticut and Alabama. I have Michigan over the Bonnies. Although that's a game where I just don't think the the Bonnies are going to have enough to keep up with Michigan. I have Florida State over Colorado. I have Texas over UCLA, and I have Alabama over UConn. Uh, so I have Michigan versus LSU. I have Colorado, Florida State, BYU, Texas, and then with the change, UConn, Alabama. And I've got uh, LS- LSU taking out Michigan. Uh, again, I think they're going to get on a roll. Um, I have Florida State taking out Colorado, Texas over BYU, and then Alabama over UConn. Ooh. 
Interesting. Some of the coaching matchups in these are astounding. Hurley versus Nate Oates. That's some Northeastern roots right there, then. I have Florida State over Michigan. I think Colorado would beat Michigan too at this point. So, yeah, I feel like there's an argument for both Florida State, Colorado getting to the next phase here. And then I have Alabama over Texas. Okay. That was a tough game for me, yeah. Yeah, that's I have Alabama over Texas as well. Um, but I have LSU going on the run and uh, taking out Florida as well. This is a tough game. Yeah, he's got Alabama out. Oh, yeah. And even that's still a tough game. Oof. Bama. Mm hmm. Florida State. is an interesting one. No. Negative. <laughs> <clears throat> this is going to be a blowout. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have Wisconsin losing five of the last six in the regular season. Uh, they, they, I don't know. I was never with Wisconsin. They're kind of like a boring team, right? They're not going to really like wow anybody. I just think with Carolina, if they can defend, I think they have a shot to win more than just this game. Even if it is Baylor, like they have a shot to go far. It's just, I think for this matchup, I think they're just going to be way too, uh, way too athletic for Wisconsin. I took Winthrop. Man, always that 12-5 uh, upset, too. Well, this is this happens to be another team that has a lot of veterans, a lot of upperclassmen. Mm -hmm. And these are teams that usually historically do well, um, especially with Villanova, where it seems like without Gillespie, you know, it's all on Justin Moore. And 
I don't know. I, I don't know where else they're going to expect to kind of keep it's, it's tough to lose a piece like Gillespie with like five games left in the season. It'd be different if he got hurt in December, they'd have some time to build up a little bit and then maybe someone takes that role, but to have someone fill that role within like two or three weeks, it's hard. That's a lot to ask for. Yeah. And you know, being able to put the ball in the basket, these this is it's like what I said with Ohio. You know, if you can score, then that's a valuable asset against a team that relies on playing like a. I mean, I guess Nova plays a little bit slower when they need to, but they have played a little bit more expansively at times. So, you know, I think with Winthrop, if they can, you know, basically press them and put them in uncomfortable positions, that could be. That could be a yeah. very, very good blowout. Like, I'm What's not, got I'm me? not you know, like, I could see it being a 15 point win for Winthrop. Wow. Because Vegas the way they play, if they're going to, they have to, that's the kind of way they play. They're going to be able to suffocate Nova. Like, Nova oh, can okay. fall behind, and then all of a sudden it takes, they rush them in the shots. Like, you know, I mean, when you go 23 and one, you know, you have a style of play, the confidence is going to be high for. Winthrop right now too absolutely so this Very could true. be the game where if Winthrop can get to I wouldn't be surprised if Winthrop put up 75 against Nova and I know it's like not really you don't really see that but again they average 80 a game mm-hmm. so if everybody yeah. is consistently playing the way they're playing then they got a shot see but my question is why why is Vegas pushing so heavily on Nova they've got a six point favor and minus 275 well, all things Even considered, if Gillespie out. were healthy, Nova would probably be a one seed. More more likely than not. All right, so Brian, you and I got Winthrop. Ben, you got Villanova. So let's move on to the next team. We got Purdue against uh, North Texas. You know, where are you going on this one? Purdue's been pretty hot of late. They've been playing some good basketball. So, Brian, like, where are you going on this one? Yeah, I like Purdue um, in this matchup. I mean, look at the way Purdue played Ohio State. Right. So if Ohio State's a two, if you wanted to just go by, you know, the way they played, I mean, Purdue plays in the Big Ten where, you know, two number one seeds and two number two seeds. Yep. And they've managed to stay competitive with pretty much everybody. So in my opinion, I think this puts Purdue in prime real estate, essentially, to go right into the Sweet 16. Yep. I 100% agree with you on that. Seven and a half point favors. So, uh, the trends are with them too. <laughs> yeah, Ken Palm has Purdue as a number thirteenth ranked team in uh, in their ranking system, and they got North Texas like I don't even know, dude. Hundred and <laughs> they got a uh, Norfolk State over them, so that tells you where we're at. So I'm going Purdue here as well. Yep. All right, let's move on to the next game. We got Texas Tech against Utah State. Chris Beard is Texas Tech Red Raiders. Where are y'all going with this one? Tech. I've wanted to go Utah, but yeah, I'm, I'm going with you with with Tech. Yep, I'm on. I'm with you guys with Texas Tech here. Uh, Ken Palm has Texas Tech number. 
23 and they got Utah State number 40. The margin of victory they got Texas Tech at should be it. They have them as five point favorites over them. So I'm I'm with uh, Ken Palm here. I like I like Texas Tech and Chris Beard. Just too much for Utah State to handle. All right, let's move on to an, another hot team, the Arkansas Razorbacks with Eric Musselman. Um, what a phenomenal job he's done and doesn't hurt having Moses Moody as well. They're going up against Colgate. So how do you see this one shaking out, Brian? I think Arkansas got this one. <laughs> All right. I don't think there's you. much more to add for that. I mean <laughs> – like, I haven't seen anything of Colgate. I did see that they averaged uh, 86 points a game this year, but I also look at the Patriot League and I go, hmm, uh, I mean, not really. So Colgate's a great toothpaste, though. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I use that shit every day. So, but I think with Arkansas, it's just, I want to see Moses Moody go to work. You know, this is the kind of game I want to see uh, him, you know, get, get, get him some publicity, if you will. Nope. He's he's a freshman. He's got time. Yeah. He's good, though. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. Because, you know, an Arkansas-Texas Tech matchup, that's that's kind of a box office matchup right there. Yep. That's true. That's true. I'm going Colgate. I'm going Colgate just for the, uh, the underdog here. Um, you know, they've been in four times and haven't won a game yet. So, you know, fifth time's a charm. And... You know, All right. I, I got Colgate in the family, so I gotta I gotta represent. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll, I'll take this loss if I have to. I, I, I'm with you guys. I think Arkansas is the better team, um, but uh, you know, there's always got to be that craziness. So 14 over three. All right. All right. I like it, Brian. Uh, you're going Arkansas. I'm going Arkansas. Ben is going with the toothpaste. There we Let's go. move on to the next one. We got Squeaky Florida thing. versus Virginia Tech. Um, this is another weird seeding to me here. I don't think Florida is really a number seven seed. How do you see this one playing out, Ben? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Virginia Tech here. Um, yeah, I think they're a solid, you know, really physical team that can, you know, just kind of push down the Gators. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with Virginia Tech. Some hokey action. Some hokey action. Where are you at, Brian? Going with Mike Young's Virginia Tech Hokies. Yep. I mean, when you're nine, you're battled. I mean, the ACC, I mean, it gets a lot of – all right, East Coast folks overrate the ACC. I got to be fully honest with you. They do. However, the ACC is still a much better conference in basketball than the SEC for the time being. Um, yep. So I just think battle-tested-wise, uh, that's usually what ends up working out with these tournament matchups with two major teams. It's like whoever's battle-tested. Now, I don't know about Florida. I think Florida's a seven seed. I would. I mean, if Carolina were on here, you know, like, I mean, Carolina, Wisconsin, maybe. I mean, there's a few teams that I would probably take over them in that seven spot. Yeah, I agree. I think they're overseeded. This is kind of a weird one for me. I'm going to take Virginia Tech here as well, taking the Hokies. They better not let me down. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the 215 matchup. We have uh, Ohio State versus Oral Roberts. Um, Oral Roberts beat North Dakota State in um, whatever division that is. I don't even know the name of the division. Uh, but like that, yeah. Your Ohio State Buckeyes, Brian, where are you going with this one? 
Um, well, Ohio State probably won't have to worry about closing out a game against Oral Roberts. I think this game they'll have in the bag. So I think this will be okay. I mean, the spread's 16 and a half, so that's that's nice. Yep. But they were in the Summit League, um, Oral Roberts. So, But they have Max Abness, who averages 25 a game pretty much. So that's a guy to be concerned about. But, I mean, this, this, this Ohio State team has overachieved this year. And as an Ohio State fan, I feel like, you know, just – that's that's a wonderful thing for me uh, as a fan to enjoy. But um, the next matchup against Virginia Tech is quite interesting. That's 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 a matchup I'm looking forward to as well. Yeah, I mean, Agreed. you guys already know I'm a Colgate guy instead of an Oral B. So <laughs> <laughs> there we go, there we go. All right, so let's run through our uh, field of 32 teams real quick. So Brian, who do you got? What's your next? Uh, your teams that you have, not that, not who's going to win, just name your teams that you have right now. So I have Baylor and Carolina, Winthrop yep. and Purdue, um, Texas Tech and Arkansas, so kind of an old-school Southwest Conference rivalry there going on, yeah. and uh, Ohio State and Virginia Tech. And Ben, who do you have? I have uh, Baylor, UNC, uh, Villanova, Purdue, Texas Tech, Colgate, uh, Virginia Tech, and Ohio State. Some good football matchups there. Yeah, Yeah, it is. I got Baylor, North Carolina, Winthrop, Purdue, Texas Tech, Arkansas. uh, And then I got Va Tech and Ohio State Buckeyes. So who do you have winning and moving on, Brian? Uh, I have Baylor over Carolina. Although I will be honest, Carolina could, could, could do it. I mean, that, yeah. there's enough ammo on that Carolina team. Roy Williams could absolutely coach a masterpiece of a game. Mm-hmm. Um, wouldn't be the first time a UNC coach, you know, got an upset against a team he probably shouldn't have beat. Yeah. So Facts. if Roy yeah. Williams wants to open up the book, um, you know, the book of Dean Smith wisdom, then maybe uh, he could pull that one out. Um, and then I have Purdue over Winthrop. As I said, I just like Purdue. I think they're a team that just they're – Slow and steady wins the race. Um, I have Texas Tech over Arkansas. Now, I know Texas Tech's record against top 25 teams is not to be uh, – it's it's a lot to be desired. However, I think with Arkansas, I just think with Texas Tech, they're experienced um, as a co- – like the coaching staff has an experience there, and they have a couple of players that can consi- – I mean, consist in – and the, in the Big 12 so battle-tested. They played 11 mm. games against top 25 opponents. Now, they're 3-8. and eight. But they easily could have won two or three of those games going the other way as well. So I think with Arkansas, like I, I don't feel the same way about Arkansas like competitively. So I think Tech is a better basketball team. I mean, they were in the title two years ago. They were in the title game two years ago. And, I mean, Beard is still the coach. So rolling with it. Who do you have that last one, Virginia or Ohio? I'm going with Ohio gonna, State. Of course, he's going to take Ohio take State. <laughs> I mean, the thing is with Virginia Tech, and, and props to Mike Young, as I said before. I mean, this is uh, – he hasn't been there too long. And, I mean, outside of D- – DR is a transfer, but he opted out after four games. So, I mean, you have to basically – you know, that could have really derailed their season. And I think yeah. for a coach that hasn't been there that long, that tells me that what they're what he's selling is they're buying in. And mm. even if he hasn't had the right players in there that fit his scheme completely. So he's done really well. And I think this is a chance for guys like, um, you know, Justin Mutz, for example, to step in and probably get himself some, uh, you know, some big games. But again, with Vatek, like if they're playing Ohio State and it's one of those like gritty 
old school Big Ten matchups. They can hang with them. Yeah. They can hang. I mean, Virginia Tech could very well win this game. And it's not like Virginia Tech as a school hasn't upset Ohio State and other sports in the past. So it wouldn't be a totally strange proposition for them to do. Yeah. So. All right. How's your shaking out, Ben? Uh, I've got uh, Baylor over North Carolina. I've got Purdue over Villanova. Uh, Toothpaste is out. Texas Tech takes it. And then I have (laughs) uh, Ohio State over Virginia. All right, I got uh, Baylor over North Carolina, Purdue over Winthrop. I'm with Brian. I got Texas Tech over Arkansas, which is going to be a great game, by the way. Eric Musselman versus Chris Beard. It's going to be a hell of a game. Uh, and then I got Ohio State over Botech as well. Yep. All right, so let's move on to the Sweet 16. So who do you got moving on, Brian? Um, this really, this is really interesting, right? So arguably the two best conferences in college basketball in recent memory uh, the Big 12 and the Big 10 head-to-head here. Um, and, and actually some really, I mean, Purdue against Baylor is an interesting matchup. I just don't know if Purdue has enough in the tank to keep up with Baylor. Um, and that's just, it's just that simple. So I'll go with Baylor there. And then this Ohio State-Texas Tech matchup is really conflicting because, I mean, I like Beard, I like that squad, and I, and I like Ohio State. However, I mean, I get that everyone's picking Ohio State to win this game, but uh, you know, I'm going with Texas Tech. I mean, the again, I think the Big 12 is a, a better conference than the Big 10. And I think everybody in that conference, all the top eight Big 12 teams could easily make runs with the right matchup. And for Tech, I trust them down the stretch than I do Ohio State. And it seems like that Michigan game is an example of what I've seen all season. Because Ohio State, even though they've overachieved, they've left a lot to be desired as well. And that's the reason I'm going with Tech. Nice. Ben, how are you shaking out? I've got Baylor and, and Ohio. Um, I think defensively, Ohio's just going to be stronger than uh, than Texas Tech. So they are have them, team. I'm going to have them move on. I'm going Baylor, Texas Tech. Chris Beard, just a better coach. One One of the best coaches in the country. Last time the NCAA tournament was played, he got to the title game. That's right. That was the uh, Texas Tech team. Was that the, yeah, that was the last one two years ago. Fuck. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he's yeah, man. I think Texas Tech, dude. All right. So who's your who's representing your bracket or your final four for the South? Ben? Baylor. Brian? Yeah, Baylor. Going shot. Baylor as well. Got Baylor as well. <laughs> We're all Baylor there. Uh, I definitely think they're the best team in that bracket for sure. All right, let's move on to the Midwest. We got a one versus a 16 seed, Illinois versus Drexel. Uh, I'm I'm guessing we all got Drexel. Yep. That was a fun story of the conference set. tournament week, though. <laughs> it was. It definitely was. And yep. They beat Northeastern now. bastards. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it ends now. Yeah. In Northeastern would have been a 15 instead of a 16, but that's – not really We're all going Illinois here, though. Illinois Illini, yep. All right. Uh, next game, this is going to be a good one. Loyola Chicago versus Georgia Tech. Where are you guys going on this one, Brian? I'm rooting for Loyola. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like I'm, I'm just rooting for this pick, uh, in all honesty now. Obviously, Does Loyola's anyone know one... if the nun is going to be there? I'm banking on that she will be there. Yeah, probably. She yeah. probably got her vaccine months ago, huh? 
Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, she's with a she's with a school. We we all get it. So nice. So all right. So we're going. So we're going. Uh, so how you you like Loyola, Brian? I'm taking Loyola. Yeah, I want the Illinois Loyola Chicago matchup. So Georgia Tech can't rebound, so that's going to be an issue. I'm with you guys. I'm I'm taking Loyola Chicago. Um, all right, let's move on to the next game. Tennessee versus Oregon State. Ben, where are you going with this one? I mean, I'd love to see the Oregon State go on the run, but Tennessee's a much, much better team offensively and defensively. So, yeah, I think I we, I think we see uh, Ethan Thompson go off. Tennessee, like most Rick Barnes teams, will have a problem with the fact that they're just small. Now, that may not necessarily affect them against Oregon State, but I will say this. Oregon State could stretch the floor and make Tennessee have to really um, respect them out there. And keep in mind, like, I mean, here's the thing with Tennessee. Like, I don't really I, – I, I've seen this whole thing with Rick Barnes before. Like, it's either he has a team that can, you know, the, the team you least expect will make a run, and the team that you kind of expect to win will just falter. That's well, the that's what I mean, this team was like preseason favorites when the SEC, and they just like fell apart. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm not buying it with Rick Barnes this year. So you're taking Oregon State? I will take Oregon State. Hmm. I agree. You make all fair points, dude. I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but I'm taking Tennessee here. I just think they're going to be too much for Oregon State. And Oregon State really has to rely on that three ball to fall. And if that three ball is not falling, I'm not sure, um, you know, if they're going to be able to keep up with Tennessee. Ken Palm has Tennessee number 21. They got Oregon State number 83. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to take Tennessee here. Locking that one in. All right, let's move on to the next team. So Ben and I both got Tennessee. Brian, the non-West Coast guy, has Oregon State. <laughs> We're going to move on. We got Oklahoma State versus Liberty, dude. Where are you guys going here? I'm going with Oklahoma State. This is a very interesting Oklahoma State team. Uh we were talking about it last week's show, like the Cade Cunningham, and this and, and it's more than just Cade Cunningham as well. Like Oklahoma State. Now, this isn't like it's weird, right? Because, I mean, we weren't even sure if Oklahoma State was going to get the chance to play in the tournament a couple yeah. months ago. And now, I mean, yes, they they are horrible in, when it comes to turnovers, and I think that's what cost them, you know, earlier in the season. I, but I think if they continue the pace they're playing at towards the end, um, you know, they'll 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 get a good run. Like, I think I, – I don't think Liberty has enough to upset them. But I think, like – Sweet 16, that's that's the expectation right now for this Oklahoma State team. Ben? Yeah, I've got – I have Oklahoma State going distance in this uh, – in The, the distance, we'll huh? We'll go the over Prefontaine? They're do. doing the whole Prefontaine? I do. Yep. All right. Okay, so I mean, Ben's, yeah, Ben's going Oklahoma State here. I'm going Oklahoma State. I mean – yeah, yeah, I mean you're right. Liberty does have those moves. They were what eleven straight, right. you know, game eleven straight wins this year. But I, again, I just think it's going to be too much. I think there's too much uh, for Oklahoma to just power through. Um, well, keep in mind they beat Mississippi State in the 2019 tourney, and they have like six players that run that team. So Liberty does have enough to. They've proven they can that, that March isn't like too much for them. Uh, it's just Oklahoma State's too much right now. And the Big yep. 12, I mean, all the Big 12 teams are battle-tested. Like, this is nothing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Playing a Big and 10 schedule is much harder than this. Yep. 
I agree. Uh, you know, Brian and I were talking off air about this, and the, my biggest, you know, shocker about a Oklahoma State isn't necessarily how Kate Cunningham playing is playing. It's the people around him, like Anthony Anderson, been playing phenomenal basketball as of late. I like Oklahoma State uh, moving on against Liberty. So we all got Oklahoma State. Ben got Oklahoma State probably to the final four, as it sounds. Um, all right, let's move on to the next game. We got San Diego State against Syracuse. San Diego State is a six seed. Probably should have been a little bit higher. Um, how do you guys see this one playing out? That poor 2-3 zone is about to get absolutely ripped open. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it's crazy because, I mean, it's it's crazy that Bayheim's still, like, you know, a part of – I mean, I, I thought a couple of years ago he would have been done by now. However, they don't turn the ball over, this Syracuse team, which has yeah. been an issue with some of his younger teams in the past. So this is a team where if San Diego State has to kind of play half court, it's going to be really interesting. However – that two, three zone is going to get absolutely ripped in the shreds. Yep. Absolutely ripped in the shreds. I mean, San Diego state has guys that can definitely shoot from distance as well. So it's not like they can't shoot the three. They have and they're hella good defensively. Yep. Yeah. I like San Diego state here as well. I'm hundred percent with, with you, Brian. buddy can't save his dad this time. Nope. <laughs> cannot. He's not going to save his dad again, dude. Not, not happening this time. <laughs> Brian, or, uh, ben, where are you going? Same with you guys, San Diego State. You guys mixed up this whole fucking thing. (laughs) Yep, San Diego State. Um, To be honest, I don't think Syracuse should be at eleven. I think they should be a little bit further back. But they should be home right now. They should, yeah. Yeah. They shouldn't even be playing. Yep. All right, so we're all going to San Diego State. All right, next game we got West Virginia versus Moorhead State. Where are we going with this one? Team Huggins. Bobby, where you at, Ben? Who are they playing? Morehead State. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I Moorhead. mean, yeah. Please. I have never, to be honest, heard of Morehead, even though they went 19 and 1 since they're. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going West Virginia. Well, they average 68 a game. And just numbers. That's not, yeah, that's, that's not good against West Virginia. Yeah, that's not going to work. Probably be like 58 against West Virginia. I'm taking West Virginia, too. They're moving on. All right, let's move into uh, Clemson versus Rutgers. This is a coin flip type game here. Where you see, How do you see this one playing now, Brian? I'm going to go with Rutgers. Um, <laughs> it's crazy because they haven't been in the tournament in like um, – Forever. Yeah, like it's been 30 years. So I, I don't know about Clemson. I feel like early in the season they had some nice wins. However, like I just I just think that with Rutgers, like the Big Ten, um, they played in, the, in a tough league. So I'm gonna go with them. Hopefully, they get their first tournament win in 30 years. And because you know, screw Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, I'm, going, I'm with the same. It's it's time for them to take the W. So I'm going with Rutgers. And who doesn't like yeah. the Scarlet Knights over the Tigers? I mean, come on. Right. I'd rather be yeah, a Scarlet I'm, Knight. <laughs> I'm going to go Rutgers, too. Uh, Ken Palm has Rutgers as the number 34-ranked team, and they have Clemson as the number 42-ranked team. Um, they have this basically like an even-type matchup, so it's definitely a coin flip. So I'm just going to fucking take Rutgers, since you guys are taking Rutgers. It's going to ride the wagon. And then I'm sure this is a game we're all going to be – an agreement on uh pretty sure we're all taking Cle- cleveland state against houston right yep 100 <laughs> percent. 
Alright, so we just heard one. Now, who do you really owe? Who do you really owe? Well, that's Houston. Yep. Yeah. We're all in Houston, right? Crazy, by the way. So, a little news headline here because Kelvin Sampson coaches Houston and he used to coach IU. IU fired Archie Miller. So, yep. Just some college basketball news in the. But IU fired Indiana for, I mean, uh, IU fired Kelvin Sampson for a pretty good reason, though. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's true. Just saying, but he's in the tournament looking nice and Indiana's at home. So, well, I mean, he pays his players very nice. Oh, yeah. We know this. Yep. But so does everyone, but he does a pretty good job with it, especially at Houston. Obviously, he could coach too. So it's about getting talent and then being able to coach that talent. All right. So we're all in Houston there. So Brian, let's run down your uh your next round teams real quick before you pick them. In a pseudo battle of Illinois, I have yeah. the Illini. I have Oklahoma State over Oregon State. That could get ugly. Uh, that game could get really ugly. I have West Virginia over San Diego State, and that game pained me to have to pick between the two of them. That was that was painful. I'm like, I like both of those teams. And then I have uh, Houston over Rutgers. Houston over Rutgers. All right, Ben, where are your, where's yours at? Yeah, I've got uh, Illini over Chicago. Um, I've got – Oklahoma over Tennessee. Um, I'm just worried that Tennessee is just going to go flat like they've done a couple times this year. Um, I've got West Virginia over San Diego and then Houston over Rutgers. Yeah, I got Illinois over Loyola, Chicago. Unfortunately, I got Oklahoma State over Tennessee. And this next matchup, I've literally gone back and forth 120 times. I'm going to take West Virginia just because I feel like it's Bob Huggins' time, dude. And it's now or never. And this is like the best offensive team I've ever seen him coach. Um, and and I think they're going to be able to get enough stops against San Diego State. I think this is two stylistically good matchup type teams. So I'm going to take West Virginia in that matchup. Now I'm taking Houston big time over Rutgers. All right, Brian, uh, let's talk about your your Sweet 16. I'm going Oklahoma State over Illinois. Now, keep in mind, Illinois is nice, and they ended up being a one seed, but they did have some bad losses early on in the year. So mm-hmm. um, I'm wondering if, like – but then again, a lot of the games Illinois have dominated against, it's been because of Kofi in the middle. And yeah. I want it gets Oklahoma State, I don't even think it will even get to that point because they'll be – I think with the guard play that Oklahoma State can bring to the table, that's going to be a really tough game for Illinois. Yep. Agreed. That's and like playing Ohio State again. It's like playing Ohio State with a superstar. That's basically like the difference. I think that's just a good comparison from the way I look at it. Yep. And then who do you have beating – who's your – Who's who do you have the other game who's winning? And this is a tough matchup for me too because, again, Houston's a really talented team. Uh, I'm going with West Virginia because I think with Bob Huggins, the experience pans out. And plus, I think West Virginia, they just, uh, again, we have an all Big 12 matchup here. And it's just um, West Virginia, they're they're tested. They're ready for this. Ben? I'm going to go Oklahoma over Illinois. I think the size for Oklahoma is going to do it. And then I'm going to go with West Virginia over Houston. Um the shooting percentage for the Mountaineers is is better. That's best they've ever had, basically. <laughs> that's that's my kicker for this game. 
It's just crazy yeah, it's because close. like what's what's cost West Virginia this year is usually their strength and that's defense. Like some they just don't get enough stops, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Oklahoma State over Illinois. Uh, I'm going Oklahoma State over Illinois because Illinois has struggled against that against athletic teams. And because of that, Oklahoma State, obviously a very athletic team and a guy like Cade Cunningham, um, I see them providing all types of problems. So I'm, I'm moving the Cowboys on. And then I am with you guys. Uh, we all have the same – we all got the same bracket here. I'm going West Virginia over Houston, dude. I got Bobby Huggins over Kelvin Sampson. So, Brian, who do you have representing the Midwest? Well, if Illinois played West Virginia, Illinois' like rebounding ability would absolutely cripple West Virginia as a whole. Um, but, however, Oklahoma State's in this matchup. I have them winning this matchup, actually. I just think the momentum Oklahoma State are going to be able to garner through this. Um, it's going to get them through. And plus, when you have a star player and everybody else around them is chilling, I mean, again, like, I think we have to start talking about if Kate, if Kate Cunningham is going to actually be like kind of the mellow, right? And obviously with Carmelo towards the end of his career, it's been talked about. It's He's folklore in, in the Northeast region as far as Carmelo yeah. Anthony goes, taking that Syracuse team to the Final Four and winning it over a Kansas team that was heavily favored. So Oklahoma State has that ability like that Syracuse team did. And I think they're actually better than that Syracuse team was as far as talent-wise. No. Yeah, because, I mean, they had mellow, and then they had a good two-three no. zone defense, but Oklahoma State could, like, run the floor with anybody. Syracuse had to kind of count on mellow for almost every key basket that year. I mean, Glenn McNamara was nice, don't get me wrong, but, you know. Like, there's, like, one guy in the world that I would count on to get me a bucket. It would be, like, prime Carmelo Anthony. Like, that's what he does. He gets buckets. It's the other parts of the game that he – <laughs> defense and all that shit but that's here nor there right right Kate Cunningham is not mellow basically what I'm saying when it comes to right. getting a bucket but I agree with you he's definitely the best player in the tournament he's got that kind of presence down. though like he 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 brings he does. The confidence in that offense yeah no I agree and he he brings so much attention that it gives opportunity to so many other players dude and that's the difference between him and Evan Mobley in the college game is that Evan Mobley he gets the ball in the post, so he needs a guard to get him the ball. And USC happens to have, like, the worst guard play in all of college basketball. So it's like getting Evan Mobley the ball is a problem. Cade Cunningham can dribble the ball up and run the run the offense right away. But I agree. Uh, I'm taking West Virginia, though. They're not going to lose three times against the same team in one year. Yeah, that's, I think that's those a- two that's wins are going to – yeah. I think those those two wins that Oklahoma State has are gonna come back to haunt them, Brian. Perhaps. Ben, what do you think? I've got uh I've got Oklahoma taking it over West Virginia. So they're my All right. my representative. So let's run down our final fours real quick. Brian, who's your final four? Gonzaga, Baylor, Florida State, and Oklahoma State. Ben? I've got Gonzaga, Baylor, Alabama, and Oklahoma. Oklahoma State. And I'm looking at my Final Four saying, how the fuck did I come to this? But I have <laughs> Gonzaga, Baylor, UConn, and West Virginia. I'd love to see UConn in the Final Four again. That'd be dope. 
I would against Gonzaga too. That would be a great matchup, dude, with Kisper and Bonite and Timmy Suggs. That's when a traditional the, college basketball matchup right there. When was the last time a seven seed made it to the final four? I don't know, but uh, George Mason made it to the final four and they were like a fucking 11 seed one year. Right. Wasn't yeah. UConn was a seven seed the year they won with Kemba. Were they seven? Okay. Yeah, and Loyola Chicago made a final four. What were they? They were like, what, what seed they were, were they? They were like a 10, 10 or a 12. I think they were, they were a 10 or 11. <laughs> yeah. they, made, they make them, Ben. They make them. There's, there's my uh, college ball knowledge right there. <laughs> All right, so now let's talk about our national championship game. So, Brian, who you got in that national championship? I have Gonzaga and Baylor. I know, boring. <laughs> but these right two teams have been these two teams have been head and shoulders all year long. So I wouldn't. Uh, this would be the year that the two number ones get there, based on everything that's gone on. Agreed. The ben? top heavy. Top heavy. Gonzaga Baylor. Well, because you guys are taking Gonzaga Baylor, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to take Gonzaga and Oklahoma State in the national championship, which is definitely a possibility. I mean, you know, Brian over here calling Kate Cunningham the next mellow got me thinking some things. So, <laughs> and if there was a year in a tournament where a team could do that, it's this one with like less fans and True. just like total consistency. So, I'm going to take Zaga, Oklahoma State. And then who do you guys have as your national champion? I have Gonzaga. Yep. I think it's there. Gonzaga. Yep. I mean, Suggs, Suggs is definitely a player that can elevate a team around him as well. So we all got Gonzaga. I think this is the year that Mark Few gets it done, gets that, uh, you know, just the whole weight lifted off his shoulders, man. Like, he deserves this. This is his year, which means he'll probably lose in the fucking second round. <laughs> <laughs> but I got him winning. So we all got Gonzaga, man. So once again, go to taproomsportspodcast.com. Uh, Tap go to the March Madness link. Fill it out. Fill out the bracket. Take two screenshots of five-star reviews of a SSAW podcast and a Taproom Sports podcast, and you can win $500 cash money. Easy money. So, once again, these are my co-hosts tonight. The Don Brian Lewis from Reform Hooligans on SSAW. You can also catch him on the program with myself. Um, and we'll probably have a good episode this week because we got a lot going on. Obviously, we'll be in the midst of the tournament. And then, obviously, my man, Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson from Taproom Sports and APR. We will uh, just want to thank everybody for tuning in for this. Remember, go fill out your bracket and you can hear us all on the SSAW podcast, on Taproom Sports podcast. Go fill it out. TaprumSportsPodcast.com. Hit the March Madness link. We are out. Yeah. I see what you're trying to do. That's not even kind of new. That's that shit I've been on. All these girls you see around, I already took them down. That's that shit I've been on. That's that shit I've been on. That's that shit I've been on. 
be thinking forward though Thinking quick and making plans Y'all be thinking sorta slow You be thinking more bitches I be thinking more dough Show them all I do this shit But trust me, I got more to show Yeah, yeah, I'm just getting started now All that swerving spill my bourbon Brody, that's a party foul Rappers try to swear they're cool Really, I'm like Harley, pal Black on black with hair slick back Boy, I got the hardest style